clever for realising you don't have to pay $5 for great coffee. There is freshly ground coffee at 7-Eleven for just $1. Be coffee clever at 7-Eleven. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Ladies and gentlemen, Today FM Breakfast. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. Maybe it's a brand new day. Hey there, podcast. Uh, Grant, we spoke to uh, people who've been drug tested at work today. I can't believe how many environments in 2019 are constantly drug tested. I thought it was only like high risk sort of stuff, but if a 70 year old cleaner. How good was that? The 70 year old cleaner. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, we talked that, to Jason Priestley. Yeah, we got Jason him on the show. Yeah, uh, tennis legend Dylan Alcott, obviously five, four time Australian uh, Open winner. Basically, never French loses Open. It. Never loses. Yeah. yeah, he's a gun. <laughs> And uh, hero pets, that was really good. People who've been saved by their pet. So if you're thinking of it, it was, uh, it was fascinating. Have a great podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM Breakfast. Maybe it's a brand new day. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. One, one, two, three, go. The rest of my life goes start today. Morning, Sydney. Great to have you with us. Welcome to this sensational Tuesday. Tuesday that we're going to make special. I'm going to stroke Tuesday by the face and just tell it how much I love it. Beautiful. It's really this will be the greatest Tuesday that's really ever nice. existed nice. as of now. Yep. Well, I like when it when it rains overnight and it was raining all night, so comforting outside. Oh. So it has been a good Tuesday for cozy. me. When there's it drips and drops on your rooftops, there's just nothing cozier than that. I've just yeah. turned into Tim Bailey. Did you just Bailey. rip off Tim Bailey? <laughs> I have. The business of the brolly. Ah, <laughs> oh, predicted precipitation. <laughs> He's a ripper. He's, He's a good guy. He, he knows how to tell so a good well yarn. Great tan. He's a lot yeah, of and fun. the hair tips. Really good tan. He used to do the big breakfast, and it came to... Yes. Big breakfast in Bailey, and it came to the park near my house one morning, and I man, I was like, I was late to school because you went down, and you had to go down. You had oh, to go down. Did you get on? Did You, you would have just stood at the back, and you would have been no, prime shot, because you would have been getting shoulders above anybody. Best yeah, prizes That's true, but I don't remember. Yeah, they were. Before Cheese TV. Yeah, well. You still do that for Sam Mack, though, Ed. I've seen you yeah, in the background. He does. He the oval. It. Is he always squinting? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good he's, point, actually. He's pretty heavy on the squint, isn't he? Yeah. It's, just, it's a deep in thought eye. look. Yeah. I don't trust him. <laughs> oh, wow. Why do you think he's got something to hide? <laughs> yeah, something's going on. <laughs> you don't trust him because he's murder got cats. Or? I don't trust people with cats either. Yeah, I wouldn't go murder, but he's got something. <laughs> <laughs> Escalated quickly. <laughs> oh, we're going to play categories next. So oh. give us a call on 131060 <laughs> yeah. if you want to win a prize for doing not much. Ash Barker Live. And, well, don't forget also if you're Sam Mack calling now 131060, yeah. have you murdered somebody? Oh, yeah, we'd like to know. Cavalier thinks you have. Murder. It wasn't murder. You went with Grant is the only one who thinks murder. That's Me and true. Ed think not murder. Yeah. Just to clarify. But look, if you'd rather just call and, and win some Arj Barker yeah. tickets, that's fine as well. 131060, call us. Don't miss the hilarious Arj Barker live. City this October and November. You can book at ArjBarker.com or win them for free right now. Game, super simple. It's all you need tonight. New category. All right, next category. How many categories? All right, Arj Barker tickets up for grabs. All you got to do is name three things in a specific category. And Ross from Caring Bar is kicking us off. Hey, Roscoe. Hey. hey, how you going? Good. How's the shy Come feeling on. this morning, oh, brother? Beautiful. Yeah. Lovely day. Oh. Fresh and crisp and delicious. It's God's country. It's always lovely. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Always. Classic shy. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, bro. you got five seconds. Here we go. Five seconds to name three Game of Thrones characters. Go. Jon Snow, uh, Daenerys, and... Uh, uh, Oh, Brent, Brent, Brent. Hey, yeah, he's got it. Oh, he's got that. That's all right. Oh, boy. That's all right. Right on, on your the buzzer. There we go. 
Tickets to Arj Barker. Yours, Russ. Beautiful. Fantastic. Thank you very much. You know, let's, let's keep going. Let's do it again, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Right. Yeah, 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 not supposed right. to, but oh, let's love this. do it. Yeah. What a couple of renegades. Yeah, Natalia's up first in Kashula. Hey, Natalia. Hey, uh, how are you? So good. We were at Kashula last week at Enzo's oh. Kachina. Oh, yum. Love Wednesday it there. Wednesday. Great Delicious. place to live. Yeah. All right, darling. You have got five seconds to name three Microsoft programs. Go. Oh, Excel, uh, Window, and Word. Oh. PowerPoint. Do we call Yeah, Word? no, that's right. Window? Window. Technically, it's an operating system, isn't it? <laughs> Not really a program, Windows. Yeah. Well, I suppose. Yeah, what do you reckon, Cat? Program, program runs. I, I give computer. it to her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, to her. wait. Oh. Put you, oh, yeah. okay. you got PowerPoint oh. on the bell. Yeah, true. You yep. got PowerPoint on the bell. Okay, good on you, Talia. Arge, Arge would appreciate that. He, he would. would. He would. Yeah, Thank yeah you. absolutely. Uh, don't miss the hilarious Arge Barker live in Sydney this October and November. Book he now. He's so funny. Plays Brandon on the Fox series Beverly Hills 90210. I don't do cameras. This is Brandon. Please welcome Jason Priestley. Jason, hello. Hey, guys. How are you? We're so good. Now, people like us who live in Australia... And L.A. is a very long way away, and you are so much a part of our lives growing up. We imagine that Jason Priestley is just spending his time out in the back deck, sipping on iced tea and being a legend. Is that what your life looks like now, Jason? <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. All day, every day, sitting by the pool. Living. Nothing, nothing but cold beers. and Oh, man. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what a dream. And the idea of having to return to work, you know, having grown up on screen for so much of all of our lives, what's that like, <laughs> the idea of having to go back work to where it all began? It's, br- it's brutal. It's brutal. I, like, the idea of having to go back to work seems really unfair. Certainly <laughs> at this point in my life, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, we don't, we don't often get the chance to redo things from our past, but with, with the reboot of Beverly Hills 90210, you can approach it however you want, really. So what's going to be different about it the second time around? You know, our, our original show broke a lot of new ground, right? Yeah. It, was, it was the first show of its kind. And I think with this new uh, reboot of the show, we're trying to do something new again. And I think that that's why the show will be um, uh, unexpected for people. Because what we're doing is making a, a totally scripted, fake reality show. And yet parts of the show are very close to reality. So it's going to be, uh, it, the audience is going to have to figure out what's, what's actually really real and what's not real. Now, uh, and that's going to that's gonna make it a lot of fun for the audience, I think. Now, Jason, you have something in common with our co-host Grant here. Yeah. You are both avid car racers. Grant, what else do you share with Jason Priestley? We both have had monster car crashes, and yours... Yours at 180 mile an hour at Kentucky did you all sorts of damage and was a really close call for you. Did it change you? Like, did you, the close call, did you, are you still doing it or is that like, no thanks anymore? Yeah, I, did it change me? No. Oddly enough, um, I don't believe it did. Not really. I, re- I retired about a year after that crash. Um, not because of that crash. Uh, because, it, because a very good friend of mine uh, died in a tire testing accident. Uh, at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And uh, and I went to his funeral, and while I was sitting at his funeral, with all my other race car driver friends, they were all his friends too, um, and I, I looked around uh, I looked around at that at that funeral, and I realized that I, I you know, I had I had other things that I was equally passionate about in my life, and I was I was racing at a level where 
uh, where mishaps like that could happen. And I did, I didn't want to uh, add my name to that list. And that was, uh, that, that was the day that I retired. Wow. That must've been so, such a hard thing to go through. I can't even imagine, but you know, it seems from the outside that life is really good for you now. You've got a great marriage. You've been married for 14 years and in Hollywood, that doesn't really happen, but you know, your marriage is so strong. How, how has that happened? Is this because you're Canadian? It's yeah. Cause I'm a Canadian. That's why. <laughs> exactly. No, you know what? I, I, I met, uh, I, I met an absolutely, uh, spectacular woman who is the love of my life. Uh, and I, and I do everything I can to, uh, to keep her happy. And, um, I just, I'm just the luckiest man in the world. Well, Jason, your wife's a warrior trainer. My wife's actually, uh, in the fitness industry as well. My wife, Tiff, I met her when she was a gladiator here in Australia (laughs) and now she has her own successful, uh, online fitness program. So I think I'm like you. I have to stay in shape, otherwise I'll just look too terrible next to my wife on the beach. <laughs> that, that's it, man. That's the secret, right? Marry, marry, marry one of these, uh, marry one of these rock hard fitness chicks, and they'll definitely whip your button to shape every time. <laughs> no donuts for breakfast. Hey, uh, Jason Priestley, we are so excited for the new, uh, the update, the reboot, whatever you want to call it, the new nine hundred two one zero. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, you got it, guys. My pleasure. It was a real, real pleasure talking to you guys, and uh, I, I hope everyone really enjoys the show. And I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Now we know Grandenia hates the environment, right? So, and yeah. this is no Please. different because no, 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 with fat, and it's just disgusting. Like, a, like a monolithic clump of just yeah, stuff exactly. stuck in the sewer system. Exactly. And they're I pulling had to Google this. I'd never heard of the word fatberg. Well, I am absolutely fascinated by them because I did a week's work experience at the Bondi Sewage Works in Year 10. We'll tell that story another day. All but right. Grant Daniel, you are stars. refusing. <laughs> now, if the Daily Mail is looking for a headline, here we go. Da- yep. You are refusing to give up your flushable, non-flushable bottom wipes. Hell No. Have you, why, why have are you, you felt refusing how delicious that is on your tush? Obviously, I've had a little bit of health issues recently where I had a little bit of diarrhea. Yeah, I was a human sprinkler. Yeah, that's right. I had bumhole fatigue. That's right. Oh. It was it was bum a terrible situation. Fatigue. Is that oh, what yeah. the doctor pre- said? It you was have stuck bum wide hole open, okay? There was a oh, lot of freckle fatigue going on. Open. Well, I was going 20 times a day. I was losing a lot of fluid. So the only way I could survive was using those little flushable wipes. They are like a cloud just kissing your little tush. And they're, they're cold like a, as well. Caress, yeah, they caress your colon. It's not like a big scrape with sandpaper like normal toilet Jesus. paper is. I ain't giving it up. Yeah, but you don't have to put them down the toilet. You can just put them in the bin. You could eat them. What is wrong with you? So, stop. Turn his mic off. <laughs> that is too far, Dal. <laughs> Whatever. 6.56 today, oh, FM Breakfast. Now, all, all pets are heroes in my eyes, especially dogs. But this mm-hmm. pet in particular is the absolute hero. I had a cry when I read about this. A hero dog, his name's Gulliver, was shot in the face by an evil gang as he protected his family from gun-wielding carjackers outside his home in Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, what a little what, man. There was a carjacking in South Africa. That's Can weird. you believe it? The first one ever. And this dog came out and barked and the evil thieves shot him in the face but alerted the family. Like My dog, Honey, would try and be their friend. Like She would be so useless in this situation. Mm. She's not a hero pet. No, she's not. She likes. She's a lying down and do nothing. Pet. Yeah, she's a hero in her own way. She's a nap hero, napping hero of the nap. <laughs> she sleeps for she Australia. Does. Yeah, she does.
Um, but if you've got a hero pet, or maybe someone you know, someone in your neighbourhood. So does it have to be as drastic as, as, as stopping a carjacking? Are we talking like uh, Maybe you can get a beer from you, for you from the fridge. That's all right. Yeah, so no, be, you're right. All right. Maybe so you found your, found your remote control, maybe. Yep. Okay. Maybe, all right, all right. So if it's done something, if your pet's done something heroic for you, yeah. it's a heroic thing that helps you or your family out. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Are you, happy, are you okay with that? Yeah, I what? think so. Yeah, I've changed it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no, 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 because I think you're right, because it's probably hard to find a lot of people who've had a pet that stopped the car. <laughs> I mean, we will take those phone calls. We're going to take those if it's happening like if, you, if you've got a budgie that was packing an Uzi and that held, <laughs> off a ban- that held off a bank robbery, then that'd be great. All right. You know? If you've got a pet that's a hero or you know someone with a heroic pet, look, it's a sliding scale in terms of heroism. We, we don't mind yeah. what end you're on. 131060, got tickets to see Chicago, the musical as well. If oh, wow. Thirteen ten sixty. Chat to you next. The game is Hero Pets on thirteen ten sixty, and there's so many calls. Who knew people had so many hero pets? One dog has saved his family from a carjacking in South Africa. Now we're not expecting that, but who's That's got themselves? Great. That is great. Who's got a hero pet? Scott yeah. saying he's got one. Scotty, Scotto. Hey, hey, Scotty. Hey, Good darling, you're a first timer. It's great to have you here from Harrington Park. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. How was your pet a so, hero? Uh, so our dog Simba, so we were in Husky, he was blocking the back door and not letting the kids out. Um, and then when I come home from work, he sort of took me across to a corner where there was a red belly black snake. Ooh, so he actually yeah. had to head. That's what a hero legend. pet. It actually turned and bit him too. So <gasps> he actually still wouldn't let him out. So we ended up taking him to the vet and everything. But it was oh. where the kids would have gone to as well. So 100%. He stopped Gosh. them from going where it was. Oh, Taken one for the team and blocked the doorway. What a champion I dog. I love Simba the Husky. That's beautiful, darling boy. Uh, Gina, uh, Brinjelli, yep. Gina, hero, a hero pet. What happened? Uh, yeah, I bought um, uh, my dog Saturday morning because there was a few intruders around the area. Mm. Um, and I live on an acre. So what happened Saturday morning, I brought him home, spent all day with him. Saturday night sitting outside, um, he started to arc up and I had him on the leash and he went at someone that was standing in the bushes and he ran off <gasps> and yeah, he went after him. Yeah. So you had an intruder on the property yeah. and the, the yeah. dog who you'd known for 24 hours chased him off. Yeah. yeah. Dogs oh, are the best. What a Gina. bond. Cat wouldn't do that. Yeah. No, cat wouldn't That's... have done anything. Staggering. Okay, here's uh, Chantel in North Ride. Chantel, Hero Pets. Yes, um, we were ca- um, camping up in Arnhem Land and we heard lots of howling um, and lots and lots of barking and our big massive dog who's normally wears a jumper in winter and is a sook was fending off about 20 dingoes from our campsite. <gasps> Are you 20, 20 oh, wow. dingoes. Yeah, it was so many. It was, it was just insane. They'd circled oh. the camp and they were closing in. They were closing in, and, and normally this dog, like, won't um, – I could leave the front door open and he would never run off because he has separation anxiety. Oh. And he was just a staunch little thing and he's doing his job and, yeah. He I, knew his time had come, Chantel. It was his time yep. to be a hero, and he yep. answered the call from the universe. Oh. He definitely did. He now gets to sleep inside. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What a reward. Why? The dingoes are outside. That's what <laughs> Miss any of Today FM Breakfast with Grant, Ed and Ash? Download the Today FM app and get the catch-up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen. 104.1. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Today FM. The 
Australian Ninja Warrior uh, finale was last night and a winner was crowned. But, boys, no. I mean, it's a no. contentious word, no. isn't it? Winner. He didn't Why? make it to the oh, end. He, he didn't go up the, the Mount uh, Midoriyama or whatever Arma, it's called. Arma, Arma. It's just the, I mean, and we were promised a winner, so we assumed, oh, finally, someone's going to yeah. finish the course. No, yeah. change of rules, furthest and fastest gets the money. Now, you boys know a lot about television. Surely there's ways that we can ensure an actual, a proper person comes and, you know, like, why oh, are they getting, getting to, have they, have they ever asked, you know, would know Tiff? Cause she's, yes. I feel like My she wife, would do it. My wife, former gladiator, obviously. And then, you know, fitnessy person, they've asked her every series to do Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Um, and they ask and they ask and they ask. And she just says no, because it, the what? show is, the show is heightest. So it's a lot of fun, oh. the show, and we like to watch it. Yeah. But the only somatotype, body type that can make it is long and lean. So Tiff's like short. Me. So, so yes, exactly. Yeah. So every time, a, every time a short person goes, we'll be watching and she's like, and they fall off just a second before. Now, because you just can't, you can't reach. reach. Yeah, you can't reach. So I was like, what if we did it like if you were on my shoulders? So then, cute. Yeah, I was like, why don't we do it that way? And so when we were, actually, this is the, other, we're watching the other night and she loves it. We watch it, you know, it's good fun. And then she, I go, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I went on a, a like a reality show? And she's like, which one? You hate reality. Why would you go on? I said, what if I went, what if both of us went on Love Island? <laughs> and she turns to me and she goes, if we go on Love Island, I'm coming so- coming home with someone hotter than you. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, good on it. Sweet burn. <laughs> Maybe that's not a play. No. That's not a play. <laughs> Squatting away today, FM. US Open, the Australian Open, the French Open, and now claiming Wimbledon. Would you please welcome Dylan Alcott? Sometimes in life you have a friend that no matter what you do, just always outdoes you. And this is what's happened this morning. He has won the US Open, Australian Open, Wimbledon. He's got a TV show, a radio show. He started his own music festival and has a pretty killer TED Talk all while in a wheelchair. He is incredible. Welcome, Dylan Alcott. Thank you. It's great to be here. What's going on? When you won Wimbledon... What's the thing that happens like the next day? I always wanted to ask an elite sports person this. So you win the trophy, you get to hold the trophy. What happens the next day? If you get like a trophy that looks like a chalice, like you do at Wimbledon, which is yeah. like a large cup, you have to drink out of it, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So I put What's... I put heaps of pims in it. I always try and pims. drink. Pims, yeah. Well, but I mean, but I mean the UK. But like watered yeah. down with like a ginger ale or something, not straight pims. Yeah, like they have like pims. You know, well, you got to keep it on brand. So nice. when you win the French, when I won Roland Roland Garros French yeah. Open. You drink French champagne out of your trophy. Uh, when you're in the UK, you drink Pims. When you're at the Australian Open, you just drink beer. You, beer. A UDL? You get a UDL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Imagine just like popping all the UDL cans and pouring I'm them in one by one. 24 Red Bears. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell us about Remove the Barrier uh, because uh, one of the things I love about you is that not only do you party hard and have an elite sporting career, but you want to help other people in your situation. And people like us... Have a different idea and a more normal idea of, you know, of your disability, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, Tell exa- us what you're doing here. Exactly right. So, yeah, you know, people with a disability face barriers every day. Some yeah. of them you can see, things like stairs and, you know, things like that. But probably the hardest barriers to overcome are the ones you can't see. Yeah. So things like, the I, I like to call them the invisible barriers, things like unconscious bias, discrimination and a lack of opportunity. So unconscious bias is something whereby people have a, a, a bias towards something, but they don't, they're not bad people. Yeah. They just don't realise that it's so deeply ingrained. Correct, yeah. You know, there's only there's four and a half million people in Australia with a disability. Mm-hmm. Only 54% of them can find employment. Wow. And it's like, why is that? Wow. And the unconscious bias is that people think 
we can't do it as well as an able-bodied person. Mm. Um, that they think we aren't as uh, we are unemployable. But you know, people. There's studies out there that show people with a disability are 90 percent more likely to be equal to or more productive than an able-bodied person. Mm. We take eight less sick days. <laughs> We're also retained in a role a whole extra year. Wow. Compared. But yeah, you know, we can't get a job. So I think mm. that's one of the things that we're trying to educate people is just how great people with disability can be as employees mm. and hopefully shine a light on it to get them into work. Fantastic. Yeah, it's super sick. Uh, it's super sick. Now super that sick. is a catchphrase for, uh, for an organisation <laughs> that people can get behind. Yes, <laughs> yes it's super sick. Exactly. <laughs> so how do people get involved if they want to learn more, if they're... Uh, thinking, I never thought about this. That's quite interesting. Yeah, well, there's three things we're asking people to do. First and foremost, talk about it like this, share the stats and hopefully start that conversation. We want people to share it as well. So share it around at work, on your emails, LinkedIn, or on social media using the hashtag remove the barrier. If you know LinkedIn's someone. a good one, Dylan. That's a good one because yeah. I know more, more and more people like LinkedIn's like a real deal. Like people it's like are Facebook, look, man. Yeah, it's like very serious. That's a very good point. Yeah. LinkedIn, if they get to get on board here. Exactly board right. LinkedIn. And especially if you employ someone with a disability or you have a disability and you're killing it at work, yeah. yes. tell people, get it oh, on yes. LinkedIn, get used to hashtag remove the it's barrier. Good. And then also we want people to act on it. So go to removethebarrier.com, all the info. Um, There's a really awesome film that we've made, short films, which we'd love people to share as well. But you know what it's like. You know, Ash, we've known each other for years. And, um, you know, I really want to get a job in in radio. You gave me a bit of help and some mentoring around that. But once you get exposed to disability, it changes your perception of it. You you realise, oh, that's actually not a big deal. Exactly right. And sometimes it's awkward. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. So talk about that it's awkward. Sort it out and And move on. And once you break down that awkward, you know, bit of it, like, you know, it's, it's even like on TV, you know, like when I remember I started doing TV, like, how are you going to interview someone standing up? I'm like, I'm going to hold a microphone with two damn mouth. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Or, or how are you going to get on set? I'm like, I'm just going to, you're going to pick me up, I'm going to get on set. It's yeah. like, oh, that's yeah. a lot easier than you thought. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I just want more people to have those opportunities that I've been lucky enough to have. Good on you, darling. Removethebarrier.com, friend of the show, hit network stable mate, Dylan Orcott. Thanks for coming Good in, darling. Oh, I love you guys. Great to be it's here. Good job. Drug testing, boys. Yeah. Well, it's looking good for Australia at the moment, isn't it? Not really. It's so stressful, isn't What's it? What's the name of the swimmer who just Shana got done? Jack. Should be, should be Shana, Shana Blaze because she's always blazing. <laughs> All right. Shana Crack. She didn't test positive for smoking cones. <laughs> no, it would be no. funny if that was her name. <laughs> This is a huge deal and it's a career ender. And this is interesting because we put it out on our socials asking our amazing followers and listeners, have you been drug tested at work? And boys, we got so many responses from a deluge of responses. Have you been drug tested? uh, Yes. I used to get drug tested at school. I went to an American school overseas. It's a lot of rich kids, little rich board kids. And um, there was a bit of a drug problem, so I would get, I would have to pee in a cup um, every every day. Every day? No, every wow. day. So every day someone would get drug tested and you'd be in class and they would come in and be like, Ashley, come with me. This is like in year six. And they're like, Whoa. Would, yeah, onwards, middle school upwards. They'd take you to the nurse's office and then they'd check your pockets to make sure you didn't have any um, like wee on you because some kids would like. Well, you took spare urine. Yeah, uh, some six. kids would. Yeah, well, not, the year six kids weren't doing this, but they had so to enact could, it for the whole of high school. And they'd you send could sell you in. your clean urine? Well, I wasn't, but some kids were. And they'd send wow. you in to wee in the cup, and then you'd come out and give them the wee, and then... Do you know crazy. if they were actually doing it, though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it, you, yeah, because some school, kids were getting busted. 
But did your school actually invest in like the full lab? Do you know what I mean? Like, weren't they just picking on some kids going, yeah, that kid's high as a kite, just tell them yeah. I tested well, obviously positive. Obviously, I wasn't. I was such a nerd burger. Nah, you tested positive for Jesus, which is correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we, uh, we also had did some drug testing at work today. We All of our producers have taken mm. anonymous spit samples. The off-air team. The oh, off-air okay. team. This is dangerous because that means that we, we might lose all of our staff. <laughs> We hand it you over to the authorities. Who made my breakfast? Oh no! <laughs> um, so when we return, we will we will uncover the <laughs> result and also share some of the amazing stories you guys mm. have sent in about the careers people have that require drug okay, testing. So I had no mm. idea. Is one of our off-air team members taking drugs? Let's go and turn the speakers off in the HR department we of this will building. Find out next on today FM Breakfast. Now, off the back of Shana Jack, the Aussie swimmer who's tested positive for banned substances, we are talking drug testing. And this is something that we, like, you kind of think, oh, only elite athletes get drug tested. Hmm. But, boys, we put the call out on our Instagram page to ask people, have you been drug tested at work? And we got so many responses. Wow. I'm trucky. Some one guy's a trucky in the mines. Yeah, I, I did yeah. know that. Yes, that so I think especially in the giant, giant trucks, yeah. I think you can't do it without going. They get test. random tested when they just arrive at work. Ah, so each morning. Okay, so, okay, yeah. so forestry yep. operators, another one, a nurse, someone in childcare, three different people who work for an airline as flight crew. Say wow. lots of regular drug testing. Um, no one from the Logies, I would imagine. Absolutely nope. not. <laughs> not. One person, this is really cute. She said, my nan has. She's the 70-year-old cleaner. They give what? her a swab in the mouth. Where? Are you kidding? Hilarious. Depends how fast she's moving. If nan's absolutely crushing the hallways <laughs> with the dice and they're like, oi, nan, get over here. Give us a swab, would you? So we thought what we would do is, since so many different uh, professions are doing drug testing at work, we thought we would do it. Ourselves. Full disclosure, uh, full you've dis- never been not more nervous about doing I'm something. I'm not, yeah, because I, yeah, I, I am anti, not anti-drugs. I, I am anti-drugs. Yeah, of course. Your body, your rules, do what you want, but I prefer cleaner living and I think yeah. it's cool to not yeah. poison We are not encouraging it in any way. Not of at course. all. Not. Don't do it. No, no I'm more uh, kindness and kale. That's me. That's what I'm into. Kindness oh and God. kale. That's you, buddy. Yeah. So we did saliva testing on all of our producers and all anonymously. Look so they, they, they submitted anonymous uh, spit samples. Producer Abby's zipping up her top up and down like, Ooh, like a nervous tick. It's a nervous sign. So um, there's a couple of different drugs that this saliva test can pick up. Mm. Methamphetamines. I don't know what those are. Which drug? Well, I get confused with all the different drugs. MC yeah. scratching at a couple of scabs on his arms. <laughs> <laughs> And he tries uh, to sell me a DVD sign. player. <laughs> he tries to sell you a DVD player. No, it's good. It's good. Um, and then um, cocaine, opiates, and marijuana. So it's so the full. It's it's a full quite, spectrum. Yeah, it's full full spectrum there. All right, you got the results. You got to, I have probably, got the results. You're probably not allowed to play a drum roll at this point. <laughs> so um, don't do a drum roll. Because <laughs> not First of all, let me ask you: Do you think out of our six producers, anyone would? Would you assume? There's that two a that I would. Order? There's two I would put on. There's two I'd put in definites, but yeah. for different <laughs> substances, and then the others I would just put under liars. Okay, we <laughs> no, do have our boss here. He's going to um. He's got his finger resting on the bleep button. Oh, is he doing live beeping? Yeah. Oh, gonna... oh, that's, a, that's always worked at Today FM. All right. <laughs> all right. So out of, six, name them? out of six, no, it's all anonymous. Okay. They don't, like, yeah, it's all anonymous. Five, so six tests. Five of the tests came back negative. Ooh. Surprising. One test, <gasps> one of our producer's spit samples came back positive. 
for beeping. Surely beeping. Yeah. So there you go. One out of the six. Now I'm going to cross to the producers now who are all staring at me. What's the vibe like out there, out there, boys and girls? Laurent's approaching the, the mic. Count if I was handling Grant Daniel's coffee mug this morning. Okay, he's hey. blaming someone, blaming the talent. Yeah, I respect blaming, that. That's already blaming. Yeah. Already first. blaming. How so, else to get started for a Tuesday? God, so one out of the six has uh, tested positive for illicit. And how long that does that stay in your system for this particular up drug? To tw- you know? uh, this particular drug, up to 24 hours. So what at this was point, doing at, on a Monday? At this, <laughs> well, at this point, should we mention that one of our producers is Ben Cousins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's him. <laughs> I'm just oh saying. Well, I'm shocked personally wow. as the good I, girl of I the team. We were the, the clean That's team. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, your body, your rules, guys. You've got to deal with us most mornings. I think. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. You need a substance. <laughs> Can't get enough Today FM breakfast with Grant, Ed, and Ash. Download the Today FM app and get the catch up podcast now. Ladies and gentlemen, 104.1. Hello. Good morning. How you doing? Today FM. It's been a big show and we're about to go. So give us a ring. For one last thing. The opener says it all, really. Alan and Bilpin's kicking us off. Morning, Alan. What's on your mind? Today, I'm up at um, Bilpin's and I work at um, Kingsgrove near Hurstville. Oh, yeah. I travel two, two hours to work and I travel oh. three hours to get home. Duh. Oh, five hours. Three hours to get home. It's either do that or be unemployed. I thought, yeah. well, I'd rather do that. Fair yeah, enough. No. What do you do on your commute? Do you do you drive or do you go on public transport? Do you read a book, listen to a podcast? Ah, oh, no, drive, drive and listen to you guys. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the correct answer. Yep. Well Good, done. Alan. Correct answer. Ash, maybe you want to back off the podcast chat. Yes. Okay, let's go to. <laughs> well, if it's a three-hour commute and he yeah. starts unless at seven of course o'clock, on there's... the way home he's listening to our podcast to relieve all the highs of this or morning. Maybe drive. Show. Maybe he's living in a Hughie and Kate on drive, which would be nice as well. So here we go. <laughs> he's podcast. Okay. <laughs> Katie, uh, uh, Danny's up next. Sorry, morning, Danny. What's going on? Good morning, how are you? Good, darling. Good, man. I just want to tell Denya, stop oh. putting your wet wipes down the toilet. Next time I'm in Bathurst and I'm unblocking a drain, I'll dump them on your uh, doorstep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Danny. yeah Danny. Taking a dump on my doorstep, how dare you? <laughs> are you a plumber, big man? Yes, Hills Area Plumbing, yes. And what, yeah, Danny? Um, we do a lot of drain unblocks and uh, usually it's wet wipes. Thank you, it's Danny. Like, it's like me coming into your, uh, your racing. And uh, slashing your tyres is equivalent to that, mate. Oh, that's, yeah. that's quite savage sabotage. Yes, so they really are that bad, are they, mate? Th- they are, mate, yeah. We're constantly pulling tampons and wet wipes out. And it- well, is that awkward for the woman in the house? With when you pull out a tampon, does the woman get embarrassed or do you just say... Sorry? Doesn't matter, no, he's, he's on a job. He's at work, mate. <laughs> his other arm's deep inside somewhere. All right, great work. Thank you, Danny. Here's Katie in Kenthurst. Uh, you were drug tested, Katie. Yeah, I am. So I work for in a wastewater treatment plant, and, yeah, we're drug tested um, on site randomly. Really? Really? At the wastewater? Yeah, you know well, I mean, yeah, you can't um, obviously operate anything if you're under the influence of anything. You know so, what? yeah, I totally understand it. Katie, I'm going to tell that maybe tomorrow if we uh, have time, I'll tell the story of when I did the work experience week at the Bondi uh, mm. wastewater treatment Please plant. Please do. That reminds me of something. Bit of fun. Please do. Oh, we've got a very special caller up next in One Last Thing. Winner of Ninja Warrior last night, Charlie Robbins. Hello, mate. Hey, guys. How are we? Good. How are you? Congratulations. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> so you won 100 grand. Now, you didn't make it all the way to the end, but you went the furthest, the fastest. Correct, yeah. So yeah, none of right. us, unfortunately, got to Mount Matoriama last night, but, um, yeah, a few of us had a good crack at stage three. No, you did bro, really well, mate. Bro, you did really how, well. Did, how did this work? It's an incredible job. Congratulations to you. You, you did deserve the money. But you were the most, like, surprising winner because you're, like, in these knee-length golf shorts and a polo. Like, you don't look like you're attacking the ninja course. You look like you're selling insurance. Yeah, no, I just wore my normal golf stuff. Um, just a little bit of fun. Shows off a little bit more of who I am, and it's a little bit different to all those guys that just rip their shirts off and stuff like that. So yeah, but I've, I saw a little bit different. Pe- yeah, but I saw a picture online today of you with no shirt, and and I would have gone the no shirt, mate. You could you could have <laughs> you could have spray you could have spray painted the nineteenth hole on your back with an arrow just for some fun. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Says the no. guy who has no, a ripped no. body and wears a polo shirt That's and a zippy every day. I'm not on Ninja true. Warrior, mate. I'm not on Ninja you could Warrior. be. You, you, oh, you could be. Hey, Charlie, I've got a question. How tall are you? Um, about one seventy-five-ish, give or take. So 5'10", 5'11"? Yeah, about that. 5'9", yeah, okay. 5'10", maybe. Oh, 5'9". Oh. Okay. Ed was, Ed was saying that the course is heightest and favours tall people, but, Charlie, I would say you are normal height. Yeah, I'm pretty average amongst all the ninjas. There was, like, Dan Mason's not the tallest guy. He's probably 10 or 20 centimetres smaller than me. Um, okay. uh, he did really, really well last night. But um, Interesting. Yeah, it it's sort of helps probably being small, being a little bit lighter as well. Fair, so yeah, cause you're only, Fair enough. What, what are you, yeah. 68 kilo? And so if you don't have, like, reach as an advantage, is it you've got a bit of a gymnastics background. Do you reckon that helped? Yeah, I, do, I reckon that's probably one of the most important factors yeah. for this. Um, you see people that don't do gymnastics, and they on the swinging obstacles, they don't know how to generate as much swing as efficiently. Yeah, he's having a go. So he's, having to go with, he's having to go with people with beach muscles, which I respect. <laughs> Good on you, Charlie. Well played, buddy. No, thank you. Clever for realising you don't have to pay $5 for great coffee. There is freshly ground coffee at 7-Eleven for just $1. Be coffee clever at 7-Eleven. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Ladies and gentlemen. Today FM Breakfast. Grant Denyer, Ed Cavalier and Ash London. Maybe it's a brand new day.